And folks, that's the way we start Geeky Show Ever, episode 215. Mike is having a sympathetic heart attack for me from the previous show, episode 214, where I thought I'd left, lost it, lost, left, whatever the hell. Now I no, can't even talk. Uh, Kevin, you lost it a long time ago, Not, and we haven't found it yet. No, and I keep looking. My family hasn't found it either. So <laughs> we got bloodhounds on the job, and they're just but going, But do we nah. want to find it? Uh, you know, there's that hope that it'll see me through my old age. <laughs> and folks, that is the lovely geek goddess who works with us every so often. Uh, Mark has decided that something about his life is important. Who the hell knows? He just wanders off into... I think he goes for a walkabout or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's Elisa Paselli. Welcome back, Elisa. Hi, guys. And Mark, thank you so much for all your geek points. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's back to zero now. <laughs> he was up there for a little ways, but now he's all the way back to zero. I will use those points to buy some more albums. That'll make Mark happy. <laughs> That's there you true. go. Or concert tickets. Yeah, I got another one coming up. Oh, concerts. I had a reason i had a friend that got thrown out of a concert last night i found out because the person they were with got a little rowdy down here at uh what's it called it's not nissan pavilion anymore it's called jiffy lube live it's a big concert pavilion that's not too far from where i live about an hour or so from where i live down near bristow virginia it's a huge i mean a huge it's kind of like a wolf trap if you're familiar with that outdoor concert venues a big stage with seats for you know, 20,000 people or some shit like that. Well, apparently, uh, my friend's uh, uh, concert mate got a bit rowdy, and they were moved at one point from one section of the seats to the other so that this person could continue to be rowdy. But (laughs) even when they moved, the person got rowdier and was jumping up and down on the seats and dancing around. Hmm. So three or four songs into the concert, uh, the headline act, uh, they were... Um, removed from the venue. <laughs> Who, what was the concert? Uh, it's a country music concert. I had never even heard of them. Huh. So, but it's uh, Jiffy Lube Live is the name of the venue. But I, I don't look that up. I Jiffy. I can't remember the name. There was it was. I mean, you know, the music expert that I am, of course, <laughs> oh, and being relevant with all things current. Oh. Um, well. Bristow, yeah. um, that was dead. Oh, let me see. That what? No, wait. What date? What's the date? Okay, it was the eleventh. Okay, because this is showing the next concert is being Dave Matthews next week. It doesn't show what was already there. Yeah, it doesn't. I had to dig around to find out who it was, and I found it on some news site <laughs> somewhere. I don't remember. I typed in Nissan Pavilion concert or, or Jiffy Lube Live concert. For June 11th, and like the third or fourth link uh, found it. I don't remember what it was, but uh, it was not somebody I'd ever heard of. And I'm going, eh, I don't know. <laughs> so, well, yeah. and maybe I should step in and explain why we didn't have a podcast last week and why uh, Elisa had to suffer through not having our world famous weather report. That's true. Um, I, I, I wept. I wept. Okay. Openly. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, we there, it was hopefully for a good cause. We went up. Uh, 
Well, last Sunday was my wife's and I thirty-fourth uh, wedding anniversary, so we decided to go. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, we we either love each other or we're just too lazy to get a divorce. I haven't decided which yet. I think um, I'm on the other end of that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we went up to. Um, uh, a casino on the other, uh, just inside the North Dakota border. We saw Clint Black up there. Um, he put on a good performance. Um, he did start out by playing three or four acoustic songs, just him, his guitar, and his harmonica. And then the rest of the band came out. And he did just about a, a two-hour show, maybe a couple minutes shy, because it started out first couple minutes with a little, uh, uh, some video or something like that. But So it was just about a two-hour show. And I was I was happy the seats were only twenty five bucks and this isn't a large arena this is a a convention sized you know arena not not nothing too big probably I don't know a few thousand people I couldn't tell you how big it is for sure but I mean even the cheap seats you could see the stage fairly well um, but I was you know we went up there and we were happy to see that and you know he played a lot of uh, his old songs and a few new ones and everything and uh, it was just a, a good performance and I got to thinking. You know, I was trying to figure out how old he was. If I had to look it up, he's only about 12 days older than I am and about a gazillion dollars richer. Mm-hmm. So that puts him, you know, even older than I am, since you're older than I am. Both of you are older than me. Yeah. I'm and old, so, I think I'm the oldest one. Well, you, well, you're only 32, Elisa. I said I'm the oldest one. Okay. <laughs> are we talking age or mentality? <laughs> oh, and it was Luke Bryan. I still don't know. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's uh, good. He's good. Oh, okay. But, well, I was, just as a side note, too, I was looking through, see, I was curious, what do tickets cost at this place? And lawn seats start in, like, the upper 20s, and if you get down front in the, what they call the, I think they called it the orchestra seating or something, Yeah, they approach about three to 300 to uh, seven, eight, $900 a seat. I'm going, you know what? Ooh. That is way too damn much for a concert. Yes, yeah, we sit. We have the same kind of arrangement here. In fact, it just opened last night. It was the Dixie Chicks, and I've got tickets for a couple of concerts there. But it, we sit in the balcony. Yeah, and I get the tickets anywhere from thirty to fifty dollars. I think I looked at this place. The balcony seats look to be in about that range, maybe up into the mid sixties. Maybe I can't remember. I don't. If you if you go to jiffylubelive.com. I think is the website. Uh, they have a little interactive thing. It even worked on my iPad when I was poking around at it, and it lets you click on different areas. You right. want, and then you can after you you have to first select the act, then you say buy tickets, and then you click, and it tells you the prices of the different areas, and then it changes the price list on the side. So, yeah. or I sometimes was, uh, you can just click on the the the, um, the seating chart. <laughs> And you can say like two little blue dots, and it will say this is section F thirty five dollars. There, you know, this is section orchestra for a hundred dollars. Yeah. So before you pick anything, you'll know how much how much the seats cost because it's through Live Nation. They use Live Nation, and that's oh, okay. what. This is section my recliner. It's free. <laughs> I love going to concerts. Well, the last concert we went to before this one, uh, that's just my uh, son, daughter, and me. We went to see Dennis DeYoung from Styx. Uh, and he was in Watertown at, uh, there's the, I don't know how many people know him, but there's uh, Terry Redland. He's done a lot of um, rural and wildlife paintings. Uh, anyway, he's from Watertown. Uh, and to kind of pay the community back, he built a community, uh, uh, Terry Redland Art Center. And so um, they've had different groups come there and play. And a couple years ago, it was Dennis DeYoung. Um, 
And so, and this was just out in the lawn, so wherever you could get a decent seat. And it didn't cost you anything. It was free to the public. Oh, um, that's nice. Oh, it is, yeah. And like I say, it's just kind of uh, their thing to pay the, and, you know, and sadly, he just passed away a few months ago because he'd been suffering from Alzheimer's for uh, a number of years. And now I don't know going forward. I think they've turned it over to the city, and they may just be bringing in local acts, which is is fine. But you know, this is uh, an opportunity for me to get to see somebody that's you know been across the the nation or whatever, even around the world. Um, I can't remember. They've had a few other some country acts. Um, they have like Little Texas in there, and um, I can't remember who all they've had. But they've had some fairly decent. Uh, uh, bands there but the thing is you know it's kind of like first come first serve seating so you better get there early bring a lawn chair some snacks some sunscreen <clears throat> you know your basic survival kit because you may have to be if you want any good seats you're gonna have to sit get there early and sit there a while yeah i've been to things like that back in the day uh the local community has a uh on the fourth of july celebration at one of the parks I, it's either free or really inexpensive and they'll usually bring in a couple a uh, couple acts and they have all day show and stuff like that but if you want to get close you have to get there early to sit up close if you want to i just i'm not much on sitting out in the sun and the heat and too many people but we had no idea kevin you did i'm glad i you know i thought it would be a shock to everyone <laughs> yeah i know it's completely unbelievable yes. yeah my, my last concert was a few weeks ago the hollywood vampires not what I'm aware of. You know that you you make me think of something though, Lisa. You, all the shows you go to, I go to a lot. As I say, but then I see some of the shows that they have locally in my small town. Again, my town is only technically I don't even live in town. Is what twenty twenty two thousand people in the town and the really close by suburbs. Um, they had uh, what was it called? Flock of Seagulls. Which used oh. to be a really big name, I yeah. thought. Yeah, it's an 80s. We used to call them Flock of Haircuts. Oh. Because <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, they've been here, like, twice, I think. They performed locally in some venue. I don't think it was one of the brew pubs or something downtown. Yeah, that's where it was. And I was like, wow, really? I just thought, have they fallen that far from grace? Or? <laughs> well, it's kind of what I think when they come out here, because... Uh, um, that casino we went to up in North Dakota to see Clint Black a couple weeks before, we went up there to see a, a comedian, Rodney Carrington. And they both kind of made jokes about, um, you know, going out there to the middle of nowhere because uh, it is out there, you know, you can see more prairie dogs than you can people. So it is quite a ways out there. But, yeah, and I always have to wonder. I've always thought of – and maybe I shouldn't be so uh, hard on my home state here, but I always uh, – thought of uh, South Dakota as kind of a musical purgatory where you came to pay for whatever sins you've committed and, you know, uh, seek atonement and then go back to the, uh, um, you know, uh, performing the way you should be or something like that. Yeah. But I think they seem to like the casinos because that's where we went to see the Hollywood vampires. And it held 5,000 people. We had fabulous seats. And we didn't even know where we were sitting until we got there because we bought the ticket hotel package because it's like an hour and 40 minutes away. So we slept over. And I was looking at the outside of the theater. They've had Def Leppard. They've had uh, Brian Adams. I mean, they've had top names at this casino, you know, performing over. And they still have more, you know, more coming up over the years, over, you know, the next couple of months. But it's only 5,000 people. So you would think no names would go there, but they have a lot of names, a lot of name acts. Well, you know, what surprised me is, again, when I was much younger and I used to do some of this stuff, there, it's now known as the Hollywood Casino and Slots. It's what we called the Charlestown, West Virginia, or Charlestown Racetrack over in West Virginia. But now it's 
Hollywood Casino slots, and they still have the horse race track there, whatever the hell it is. Um, but I used to go there to concerts because we went there. We saw Ricky Skaggs. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He's I've a, heard of him. He's a bluegrass singer. Yep. Um, we saw Ronnie Millsap. We saw Jerry Reed. Um, God, I'm trying to think who else I saw there. Uh, the good thing was a couple nights it was really worked out well because by the time we bought our tickets and ha- ate and paid for gas and everything, if you had a decent night at the horses, it was kind of a break-even night. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you know, you see a concert, make a little money, lose a little, hopefully not lose too much money. You know, it's kind of a break-even type of night. So it was... Well, I- I didn't do it too bad. Uh, if I would have stopped at the right time, I was probably five bucks ahead because all I play is the penny slots. Um, I'm cheap that way. Uh, so, But I had gone from like $60 up to $80, and then I kind of quit. I was ahead at that point. It was about $5. I was actually $10 ahead. I lost five. No, I'll just stop there. But then the next morning, I decided to uh, get – when I woke up, I went out there and figured, I got a system. No, I really don't have a system. Nobody ever has a freaking system. Uh, and I went out there, proceeded to lose about $15 more, and then I just said stop and quit. And then I did – so like I said, I was a little behind, but it's not too bad. Um, and I figure I, <clears throat> I I win enough sometimes I should not be too uh, uh, grudge uh, – complain too much about losing a little bit that's how they well yeah like those guys are in uh close to going bankrupt or anything yeah. so i think probably the one of the most frustrating things i ever had happens we were over there one night and uh, i put two dollars across the board on a horse and because of the odds and the way it came in and you know i bet six dollars okay so that's good i won five dollars and 70 cents i was like jesus christ come on people <laughs> And it was just, it's ridiculous. Then later that night, a friend of mine just went down, oh, that looks like a fancy horse, put $2 down, won 120 bucks. I was like, oh, son of a... <laughs> I can't catch a break here, people. That's when I said, yeah, it's time to go home. So, yeah, but, you know, we we had fun. It was, it was all a good sport. I try not to gamble too much because I lose track of... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't, lo- I wouldn't, I wouldn't lose a lot of money, but I'd lose track and go, "Oh crap! I just dropped two hundred bucks," and then, you know, regret it for, right? Know, have gamblers regret or whatever you call it for months or weeks on end. So that's why I just step away, go away, Kevin, stop gambling. And but, that's why why I only play the penny machines because it gets real easy to you know once you, the adrenaline starts flowing you start hitting that and then then you go I keep going and then at some point no this will turn around this will turn no no then I've got to win it back no 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 like I've never had a problem like that but I don't want a problem like that so just see, see I picture you like Clark Griswold in Vegas Vacation Mike I don't know if I saw that one where he goes out to Vegas and he's Empty. He's sitting there talking to his family. He says, oh, excuse me, I gotta go to the restroom. Then he runs out real quick, gambles. Oh, shit, I lost. And then he runs back in. Ah, nothing like a little addiction. So, uh, Before we get too far in, in case Mark does actually listen to the show, I wanted to take an opportunity to gross Mark out. And I will try to... I, I'm not going to put it in the show notes, but I may share it with Mark directly. I was being a bit of a klutz today, and I was walking, and I wasn't paying attention. And at the foot of our bed in our bedroom, we have an old steamer trunk. Well, if anybody knows what old steamer trunks are like, they have metal on the corners. Sharp metal. Oh. Well, let's just say that two toes on my right foot, my little toe and the one next to it, contacted trunk in full stride and had split open. Oh. (laughs) Oh, boy. And I was like, oh, crap. So I'm 
I'm trying to do something else. I'm trying to get into the bathroom before I bleed all over the carpet, you know. And I get in the bathroom, I get it cleaned up and all that, and I get it to stop bleeding, and I walk out, and I come back a little while later to use the restroom again. I look down, and I guess I just hadn't seen it. There were blood drops all the way across the bathroom floor. <laughs> mm. So I will try to get a picture of it uh, when it's when it uh, if if I can get a good picture of a good up close picture and send it to Mark because <laughs> I know how much he enjoys those things. <laughs> well, because uh, you know, coincidentally enough, we were talking this morning uh, when you were down in Sioux Falls. Um, my wife was talking about, and I, I, we think it's about a year ago. We can't remember exactly. She was, uh, we got a lawnmower parked between our two cars there because we have a small garage and a lot of space and we're cheap. We try to cram as much stuff into it as we can. Well, I think it was last summer sometime. She was trying to move the lawnmower or something. She kind of hit it with her toe or something like that. And it didn't bleed like that. But I mean, uh, the, it hurt for a couple of days. And then you started getting blood under the fingernail, you know, kind of like that one. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm, we're, for the people, because yeah, this for is an him. audio podcast, I'm showing him my thumb that I banged, oh, probably a month ago, a couple months ago. And I said some words that I shall not repeat in here. Even though we have the explicit tag, this would be too explicit. Uh, <laughs> but then she's the same thing with her. Well, yeah, no, no. Uh, her lady, like, you know, demeanor, I don't want to shock that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, even like a year... I think she just flipped me off. Um, I think you're right. <laughs> okay. I should probably watch the screen more often. Uh, but, but no, my wife was talking about And it's still growing out because it sometimes takes well, – toenails grow kind of slow anyway. But, yeah, those kind of injuries, uh, you know, I've had a few of those in my time that, you know, you're trying to work on a bolt or something like that or work on an engine and your wrench slips or something, your thumb happens to be between, um, you know, whatever. And this one here is just stupid. Um I was at the school and I was, they had a couple tables in the back of a suburban. So I was going to pull it out and I just slid it out straight. Well, I didn't realize that the tailgate was just slightly higher than the floor of the suburban. And so my thumb got mashed nicely between this table. Inertia sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes, yes, it does. And so it got caught between that tailgate and the table. And yeah, again, I've said a few words and. I may have uh, thrown something too, a chair or a car or something. I don't know. I get a little, uh, little incredible Hulk when I get mad. So this was a 16 ounce carpentry hammer that I missed the hitting the nail with. Mm, My turn. Six ounces. Yes. Sure. Go ahead. Yes. Two two summers ago, folding up a heavy table, drop it on my toenail. Oh. Uh, took Lord. the toenail because it was long, and it flipped it back, like so it was perpendicular to my. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it was. So after I just kind of stood there in shock because I was alone and I'm just going, I, I was afraid to look down and then I did and it was bleeding and I had to push my toenail back down because now visualize it halfway down my toe. Yes. Pulled back. Yep. <laughs> and I had to push it back down. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. The thing was so bruised. I, I couldn't keep my shoes on. Because I, I wear Birkenstocks in the summer, yeah. I couldn't. I, my, oh. your, your toes, your toes basically grip the top of the shoe. Of the shoe. Oh, I'd yes. be I'd be walking, and the shoe would go flying because I couldn't grip it. Oh, uh, poor thing. <laughs> yeah. And it turned red. Now, what the doctor said because I had a doctor appointment a couple days later, and I'm telling the nurse this had, it was for something else. I'm telling the nurse, and she's like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I don't want to hear anymore! I don't want to hear anymore!" You gross and out I, nurse, awesome. Yeah, and I tell the doctor, he goes, "Well, you should have come in. This was a Sunday, I think. No, it was. Well, whatever day it was. He goes, you should have come in because it was throbbing all night. 
And uh, he said, all we do is we stick a needle in it. I'm like, mm-hmm. the hell you are. And, oh, he goes, no. and he goes, no, no. He goes, it doesn't hurt. We stick a needle. And then what it does in your, in your nail, and then it lets the air out, and then the blood releases. And that relieves all the pressure. Hmm. If Mark wasn't throwing up before now, uh, he, he is now. <laughs> But we have Driving to continue with Mark because we okay. haven't given him the forecast yet. There That's we go. exactly right. Thank you. So the world-famous weather report for Mark, who just, folks, I can't tell you. You've heard him say how much he thinks of the world-famous weather report. I will start out. It is a lovely, god-awful 79 degrees outside. <laughs> Fair oh, enough. And just wait till you get to mine. And the uh, it's it was up close to ninety two yesterday here, and I was schwitzing from the pits in here. I was, <laughs> I, was I would I had I had the schwetty balls if there ever was. <laughs> it was it was hot, and um, yeah, it it wasn't pleasant. We got the AC running full bore. I got the ceiling fans going three to four hundred miles an hour to keep the air circulating. Oh, mm. it's schwitzing. And just since well, nobody else might know it, Mark is currently at a lovely fifty-four degrees at his in his home, so I can wait, take that. Okay, oh, I'll let uh, our our uh, guest Lisa. Do you have a weather report you want to give yes, us? Yes, I or? do. Right here, it is fifty-five degrees and cloudy right now. It has been crappy, Kevin weather this entire week. <laughs> My pool has been so lonely because I have not been in it since last Monday because it has been sixty degrees. And rain. Sixty degrees is fine for a pool. It, oh, it's been. <laughs> I think. I think the temperature is down to sixty-two in the water. It's supposed to be seventy and windy tomorrow, and then it's slowly going to work its way up to the to the eighties. Yeah, so we're that's good. good. Yeah. And it's been windy, super, super windy. That it has here too. I will say that it has been really because the kids have been outside trying to play badminton, and they'd hit it, and the wind would catch there once in a while. My roof is full of birdies now, or, or shuttlecocks, whatever you want to call them. So uh, now, just okay. just now, just to put it in perspective, my son in North Carolina, right now, it's eighty-eight degrees. Okay, too hot. Now, so. what's the weather? In Clark, there's a severe thunderstorm watch in effect until Sunday, June twelfth, ten p.m. Do you guys hear that? There is eighty-one yeah. mm-hmm. degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Tonight's forecast has thunderstorms with a low of 63 degrees. There we go. That was my little Amazon tap. You tapped what? <laughs> my Amazon tap. It's uh, the push-button version of the Amazon Echo. Yeah. Does that have a speaker? Yeah. Well, no, let me, yeah, let, that, that was a dumb question. Well, let me go because I, I heard that. I wasn't going to say anything, Lisa. I was going to let it go. <laughs> no, well, that it was did, dumb it didn't come out. It didn't come out the way I meant right. it. No. Is it. Is it as good a speaker as the Echo? Mm-hmm. Oh, probably better because this is actually stereo. The Echo is mono. Um, it's got Dolby. Um, yeah, and it, it, it will function as a Bluetooth. So we took that along with us yesterday when we went down to Sioux Falls, and last night we played in a motel. Now, I didn't hook it up to their Wi-Fi, but I was using my uh, uh, iPod Touch to stream it over there, so I wouldn't have to go through the... It's not a big deal, but to hook it up to a different network, you have to do a couple things. I just didn't want to mess with it. It's just easier to hook the iPod up to uh, the the Wi-Fi and then stream it over to there. But no, it works real good. And uh, when I was, oh, and just so you know, uh, to kind of tie it back to the weather report a little bit, uh, it's been in the 90s uh, this week. And so uh, was it Thursday night, 
uh, I went out, no, Wednesday, when it was like uh, close to 100 degrees, I was out in the backyard working on the patio for about an hour until I started to feel ill. <laughs> and then I came back in. I know, I'm, I'm German, Irish, farmer, you know, stubborn, whatever. Uh, then I went back out at 7.30 and kept doing that. But, no, I had that out back there with me, and so I had it tuned. Uh, I've got a Pandora station based on Hinder, and I've kind of been fine-tuning it because that's the nice thing about Pandora is that you can thumb up, thumb down songs and kind of, what? What's Hinder? It's, it's a, a band. Music okay. group. Okay, yeah, thank you. Kind of a modern rock group. I mean, it sounds sort of like the stuff I'm used to growing up in the 60s and 70s, but it's a new band, so it's... Uh, ACDC-ish type of... No, not, not heavy no. Metal. no, no, not heavy metal, but it's a good, you know... Um, oh, what? Uh, help me, Elisa. Doobie Brothers, what would... Oh, what could I'm, you... I'm, not a, I'm not a fan. Uh, but, uh, oh, yeah, of, of Hinder? No, Eagles, no. Doobie Brothers, maybe? No, no, a little harder. How about Guess Who? Um, uh, we're trying to guess. What the? <laughs> is it, are they are they the band that does Lips of an Angel? Yes. Oh, sort of rockish, <laughs> pop pop rock, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're Mario, um, maybe type Rush. Not quite no, not, Rush. Not, not Rush. Not Rush. No, okay. No, they're, they're in the league all their own. Um, sort of uh, REO Speedwagon, kind of. Maybe alternative. Uh, I don't know. Alternative, maybe. Sure. Yeah, they're somewhere in that neighborhood. There. They're going to keep on loving you, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> now Maybe. I'm just thinking. Now I'm just thinking of the flying turkey trot, but that yeah. was uh, Ooh, that's another a, one. That sounds uncomfortable and bad for the bathroom. <laughs> no, that was one of their songs. Uh, the flying. Uh, I got to look it up, but something along the line of flying turkey trot. I can't remember it offhand. But you know, since we're digressing here, I I will give Ario Speedwagon. They have the best uh, name for an album I've ever heard. You can tune can't a piano. Tune a, but you can't tune a fish. Fish. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I love that name of that. It's one of the best albums uh, t- covers uh, titles I've ever heard. Well, you know, this this Go tap ahead. is on sale for one hundred and ten dollars. The which one? The tap. Yeah, oh, it's on tap. See, I got mine through HSN because um, Home Shopping Network. It was one hundred and twenty nine dollars, which is regular price, but they threw in a twenty dollar. Um, the listeners won't help listeners much, but it's a little sleeve that you put on there with a little hole so you can hang it from, like, a belt or a carabiner or something mm-hmm. and carry it around with you because it is. And it does have, like, a nine-hour battery in there. So it'll last a good long time. But then you do have a, a base that you can set it in. And so it'll just sit there and play, and then you take it off the base, and it's good for about nine hours. So that's why I was able to take it out in the backyard there and just push the button. And it's got good uh, good sound to it. Um, and now I'm kind of – and you not only does it play music, you can sit there and it will uh, – um, you can ask it questions. You know what's playing. Uh, you know in the movie theaters near you out here. That's not doesn't have help me much. But um, you can ask it different things. It'll bring up information. So the the echo, which is like this, but it's always on. That's one that you don't like, Kevin, because you don't want people eavesdropping on you. That's exactly right. How right, do you right. know that one's not always on too? Is the other question. So is that well, the difference between them? Is that the echo is always on and the tap is not? And the fact that this one, like I say, it's got a battery to it, so you can pick it up. You don't have to have the base with you. The Echo, you'd always have to have plugged in because I don't think it's got a battery to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I say, this is just a nice, it's kind of a Bluetooth. Uh, like I say, it is a Bluetooth speaker. It does have a good sound to it. Um, and the Echo is, you would put it in your living room, so you can walk in and say things like, you know, Alexa, turn on the lights. This one here, I have to push a little 
button right there. I have to push the button for it to listen to me. It isn't always on. Um, but it's nice for people that just want something that, that you can take around from room to room with you. And if you want to listen to music, like I say, go out in the back patio. You don't have to, as long as you're not out there for more than nine hours, you don't have to plug it in or anything. And it's just, you can pick it up. That, that's why I like this so much. I just come in here, grab it, take it out there. And I can either tell it to uh, play my uh, Hinder radio on uh, Pandora, or my Hinder station on Pandora, or I got iHeart, or you know, several different things like that, or Prime Music. Because you know, we've talked about before, I listen to a lot of my music on Prime. Uh, so I can play uh, Amazon Prime Music on there, uh, all kinds of things, or uh, podcasts. Uh, one time I uh, listened to the Weird Things podcast uh, just because. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, or you could have it read audiobooks through Audible. Uh, no. Usually, Yeah, usually I do that at work. When I'm at home, I'm usually doing something I can't concentrate on an audiobook. It's when I'm at work doing mindless stuff like sweeping or you know mopping or scrubbing or whatever uh that's when i like to listen to audiobooks but so it's um uh, just uh an easy way and, you know there's probably other ways you can do it but it's just i, I like the thought of that and then like i said it's connected to amazon so i could have it um check my shipments and you can say you know where's my shipment at and i'm got one in order and it's not due to ship until um um like July 21st, but the Amazon dot. Mm. So they got three Alexa type products. You got the Echo that everyone's talking about. You got this tap here, and then you got the dot, which doesn't, it has a small speaker in it, but just basically if you want it for alarm or something. But you can plug it into like a sound system. Uh, so if you got a good stereo system at home, you could plug that directly into there and then have it, you know, play your music through there because this is a good speaker but if you got like you know a room you want to fill or something like that you could play it through there and have your music that way and so um i've got one of those on order because i got it's not the greatest sound system in the world but it's not bad it's a five speaker setup here so i want to get one of those and plug it into there and just see how that works interesting so can you get it to tell you jokes like the amazon echo can yeah so let's see let's try this now Tell me a joke. Where do beavers keep their money? River banks. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lame jokes just like the Echo does. <laughs> just like I do, so that's why it's right at home. Uh, bump. <laughs> sure, there you go. Uh, and like I say, it's a, you know another one of my tech toys. Like, I don't have enough around here already, but uh, I just kind of like the idea of it. And I was... You know, see how this works. Maybe I'll get one because my wife likes listening to music, but she doesn't like having to dink around with an interface or whatever. If I could get her set up like a radio station on Pandora or, you know, something like that and just, you know, play, um, play, you know, whatever my station on, you know, Pandora or find an iHeartRadio station that's, you know, the kind of the hippie music, uh, that kind of stuff. So. I'm just thinking there because then that all you got to do is like push a button and tell it what to play. You don't have to like scroll through things and um, and just make it simpler because you know I've tried to show her you know I've got Plex, I've got Amazon Prime. She just she just wants to listen to music, so you know uh, we'll see how this goes. And she's already kind of expressed an interest, so I don't know. Maybe there'll be another one in my future someday. You know, I ought to really experiment with, uh, sit down and hope you guys are ready for this. I ought to really sit down and experiment with uh, Amazon Prime Music because, I mean, I have it. Well, yeah. At least it just passed out. <laughs> you blew her mind. You, music. I can't you know, take any more. 
other than the two dozen songs you already have, you might try. <laughs> no, Kevin's I have, going to experiment. I have thirty. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Those, Put some I, zeros uh, after that. That's what I've got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. It, it, what made me start thinking about it too? It's funny, and this ties into is this weekend I was looking for something to watch. I guess it was yesterday. And I never got around to watching the show Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. You remember that from 1999, 2000? I never watched it, but I know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was really amazed at some of the people in there that, you know, that now they're grown up and I've seen them in other things. Um, But they play a lot of Van Halen and stuff in the background, which Van Halen is probably tied or is my favorite band. I I kind of waver back and forth between that and ACDC. But yeah, it's. They they played a lot of it in the background. Uh, they were playing uh, the Ice Cream Man, and I started singing along with it. And my kids were looking at me, going, "What the hell is wrong with you, Dad? <laughs> you don't know music." The Ice Cream Man, stop me if you pass me by. Oh my my. <laughs> well, what's yeah, funny? I, could, I can just see David Lee Roth there right now. Yeah. I'll grow my hair, <laughs> and I'll wear tight pants, and then yeah. everybody will be happy. <laughs> at least you might what you're going to throw up now. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares. Boy, we are just grossing out people right and left. Oh, my. I'll start well, you, to saying that'll be the trifecta here. Well, the funny thing is, I'll, I'll tell a story on myself. When I was younger, one of the first jobs I ever had was I drove a laundry truck delivering laundry for a commercial laundry. Um, and it was, I had that job for a while. And I enjoyed it. It was an easy job, you know. wasn't hard. But because I liked Van Halen so much... And I love that song, Ice Cream Man. Then my friends all started calling me. I'd pull up and they go, the laundry man, stop him when he passes you by. Oh, my, my. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. You know what's good about Prime 2 is, is um, if you hear about an album, or even Spotify, you hear about something that you, that, you know, like, you know, a group puts out a new album. Chances are you can find it either on Prime or on Spotify. I listened to the Hamilton soundtrack a I while back. I hear everybody talk about that. Yeah, you know, so you can stream it for free. Is it good? Yeah. I'll have to check. Okay, folks, I, I'm, I'm not going to say when, but I will start to experiment with Amazon Prime since I'm already paying for it. Might as well. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, I Because it's video. on everything. It's on your phone. You can, you can yep. put it on your iPad and on your phone and on your, you know, your Kindle Fire. Well, I've got my, uh, I've got my... I've got my um, Android phone. I've got my Android tablet. I've got my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I've got my iPads. <laughs> It'll work on all of them. Yeah. yeah. And the nice thing you can stream. You know, you can uh, you can download music. That's what I do mm-hmm. to go to work. Um, that's how I listen to because I uh, you know the one that the group that I'm really uh, into right now is um, damn it. Why do I forget their name? <sighs> I go on, on this big build up and reveal and then I forget who it is. Um but anyway, I downloaded Let's see if a bunch we can of guess theirs. Who? Uh no, it's not well <laughs> some who. of them no no. Um Country? Yeah. No, it's it's rock. Shine down, shine down. I don't know why that name always escapes me. Uh, so I, uh, I really like that group. And they've got some music on Prime, but then, you know, the thing is, and that's why they put Prime out there. Some of their music is on Prime, but some isn't. But then you get to listening to it and you go, you know, I kind of like this. So I've gone out and bought a couple of their albums. You know, it's, you know, a gateway type thing. Um, but yeah, and so I found a lot of theirs and I really like some of their, their so- uh, songs there. And because um, they're sort of that same vein as Hinder and, uh, 
uh, Three Doors Down and uh, a bunch of those guys. So Not three times on the ceiling, if you want. No, that's, that's Tony Orlando. I know. Yeah. That's Tony Orlando. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> well, at least you twice. know something. Okay, yes, I yeah. do. I, I, you know, again, I've said this before. I have a huge collection of forty fives, and for all those that are too young to know what forty fives are, <laughs> they're small vinyl discs, one song on each side, generally, with the exception of. Uh, American Pie, which is part one of the songs on one side and part two of the songs on the other side. You actually had to turn the 45 over. So, yeah, I do have music. I just don't listen to it all that often. Constant. There is constant music. Constant in my house. Who's she? Me. Constance, she's here all the time. Wow. Okay. The visitor that never leaves. Uh, and like I say, that's what gets me through the work day there. Uh, well, even at home, I'll come home and listen to music. Uh, it, at work, it's some combination of audiobooks, podcasts, and music when I get home. Usually just music because the, uh, the other two you actually kind of have to concentrate on to follow the storyline or follow the podcast or whatever. Right. But uh, no, uh, music is always the same. And then um, I got a two-month free subscription, which is coming to an end for Sirius Radio. And so we've been listening to that, and so that was kind of that was kind of a music discovery thing because I found the uh, hair metal band uh, station on there, and I was listening to that. And there's a few groups on there that I've kind of, um, you know, I may go out and search for a little bit, a little bit of discovery there. Um, then they had a road trip one that we listened to the last couple weekends, just driving. So, so that's just a weird mix of music. But yeah, anything for music discovery like that is always good. And like I say, it's led me to actually go out and buy a few albums. And, you know, and I was the guy that was back in the heyday of MP3s. I downloaded a whole bunch, and I still have some here. But slowly, I'm getting somewhat legitimate on the music I have. I've gone out and bought some of the albums that I, you know, serotypically uh, downloaded. But oh yeah, this morning was on vinyl. Paul Simon's Greatest Hits. Mm. I was listening to that. And then I got, I like ordering my music from Amazon. Because more often than not, when you buy a physical CD, because a lot of times the physical CD is cheaper than the MP3 download, they give you the MP3 download. Yeah. They call call it auto rip. So yesterday I got in the mail uh, the the best of uh, The Who. Oh, yeah. Who's that? The Who. Uh, Who? Not who's on first. No, yeah. Uh I mean, well, you've seen my Who t-shirt, at least. You actually made comments about the fact that I, I'm not a music person, but I have tons of concert t-shirts. Or band and that's t-shirts. one thing I don't buy, because they're $45 at the concerts. I'm like, sorry. No. Oh, uh, well, you know, I don't buy them. Well, I didn't go to the concerts. I just buy them when I see them, and I like them. And I just like the way they look. I might like the group. And I, and I did tonight, purposely for Elisa, I did not wear a concert t-shirt. You can't see this one. It says, Captain Comeback. Uh, Roger Stallback, oh. the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas. Yes. This is my 2005 Disney t-shirt. Hey, we can't see it, Elisa. Disney. Oh. <laughs> She's standing this is Disney. My there you go. <laughs> okay. Now we can see it. She, she had the camera pointed up, folks. She's going, this is my shirt. I'm going, no, it's not your shirt. It's you don't like my ceiling? <laughs> no, your ceiling's fine, but it doesn't show your shirt. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord, well, we then, have digressed. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. Well, then you were talking about ordering music on there. And, it, again, for my wife, she wanted to listen to some, uh, uh, okay, this is going to, I know where this is going to go. But, anyway, a group called Train. No, we don't. You, <laughs> yeah, there's Kevin. Train? I get to play the train? No. It's a group called Train. Um, oh. And they're kind of the uh, pop music. And uh, she wanted to listen to some. And so we went out and bought her physical CDs, which for me is just kind of like, 
you know, I guess I'm at the opposite end of Mark. Um, I, I like my MP3s because you don't have to store uh, physical stuff. I keep them backed up locally, so I always have my stuff around. But uh, I prefer, you know, MP3s because then I can put them into the uh, Plex uh, media server and I can download them or whatever. But so we bought these CDs so that she can actually have physical CDs because, okay, she's different than I am. Um <laughs> But uh, and this one was a five disc collection for like twenty dollars, which wasn't too bad. Wow. Um, yeah, um, a lot of music for twenty. Train has enough music for five CDs. I guess so. Uh, yeah, and like I've listened to they're chugging along. <laughs> oh lord! Oh god! Help that, us. that was my drum set. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, but and I was just looking to see because you reminded me. I was just wondering instead of having to rip them, did they have a? Uh, I was looking to see if they had a. Uh, no, I guess there's no uh, auto rip for those. Well, what'll happen is if you buy them, what what they do is as soon as you place the order, they immediately say, "Okay, you can download this now." So that's what I did. I bought it, and then they they gave me the download. Was and, that in your receipt or? No, it's right uh, there on the website. They'll yeah, say you a, can download a, this now. It's a link when they acknowledge your order. And it's a good thing yeah. is the good thing too is inst- with when I buy music instead of and not just me sometimes it's other things too instead of choosing the two day shipping I'll choose the regular shipping and they give me a dollar credit mm. I for see a future one so I think the next thing on my list is let me see I think I had Grand Funk Live okay let me see we're, an, we're an American band but um, Grand Funk oh, Railroad oh, oh the prices went up. Well, okay. But, yeah, because I had Asia, uh, I think it was Asia's Greatest Hits, and Caught in the Act, Grand Funk Live. Okay. Okay, is there a difference between Grand Funk and Grand Funk Railroad? I nope. thought they I thought they were the same group. But they do have a Killers album I don't have. Isn't it the same group? Mark's yelling at his yes. device. <laughs> Grand, okay. Yeah, Grand Funk and Grand Funk Railroad. Yep. Kind of okay. like Jefferson Airplane became Jefferson Starship. Yeah. Sort of, with different uh, personnel changes. I know, yeah. Well, it's kind of like Chicago was actually Chicago Transit Authority. Right, and then oh, they, were told, they, they were told they had to drop it because it was... <laughs> Too official sounding, yeah. I, I have, there's another uh, 45 I know have uh, Chicago's 25 or 6 to 4. 25 yep. or 6 to 4. Two four. Yeah. I love Chicago. Yes, yes. yes. See, I, ha- I do have music, folks. I do. I don't listen to it, but I have it. <laughs> I can't imagine. So you're not a complete musical Luddite then? No, I'm not a Luddite. I just don't listen. <laughs> I just can't imagine. I cannot imagine. What? Me listening? Not to- listening to music. I mean, I when oh. I'm like checking my email and Twitter and everything else in the morning, I've got iTunes going. It's always on in my car. It's on in the kitchen if I'm cooking. I mean, it's on always. My My sainted wife is the same way. She has... She has music going all the time. Now, occasionally when I'm uh, teleworking, what I do is the Comcast has those music channels. They're just mm-hmm. playing music in the background. Now, I will put that on sometimes because uh, I like sometimes to work to soft jazz or I'll do classic rock or something like that. At Christmas time, uh, mm. guess what I was listening to? <laughs> um, Hanukkah music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I have dreidel, a dreidel, dreidel. Dreidel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, uh, but I, I, that's the one exception, and I've said that before. I listen to a lot of Christmas music. I love Christmas music. 
and I start listening before Thanksgiving or right around the week of Thanksgiving, and I listen to it into middle of January. I listen to Christmas music, so. I listen yeah. to Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Yes. I like that one. Grandma Got uh, Run the little, Over. The Little Drummer Boy by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I don't think I've ever heard that rendition. Mm. We used to, we actually used to have a decoration, and we still do. I don't think we use it much, because it used to upset my kids when they were really little. <laughs> it was a reindar, rain, reindar, yeah, reindeer that sat in a rocking chair, and you pushed him, and he started to rock, and it played Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer while it was rocking. My mother, God rest her soul, thought it was the most hilarious thing in the world. But my, my children were like, oh, Grandma got Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for a while, I could, we couldn't put that decoration out because it was like very upsetting to them to think that Grandma got rid Trauma. of <laughs> And my mother just thought it was hilarious. Bless her heart. She did have a sense of humor about some things. And that was one of those things. Oh, me. Well... Moving on from music, since we're talking about things like that, I want to come clean. Uh Uh-oh. I am now officially running the captain on my Mac. I did the upgrade, finally. Oh. Just prior to the release of the new version of OS X, Uh, I finally upgraded to uh, EC. I can't stand the name of the current one, so I'm not even going to say it. Uh, I just call it the captain. It was a relatively painless. I wiped my machine. First time I've wiped the Mac in a long time. But I made like four backups. Uh, tested them all. Bootable backups. <laughs> uh, I uh, made four backups. I did it. Um, then I did the my, used Migration Assistant to bring over uh, my account, the admin account, and my daughter's account that we used for her iPad. Um, I didn't bring over any of the other crap. I brought over my applications and my data. So right now, all things are good. I, I'll have to say the most impressive thing is wiggling the cursor and it gets really big. <laughs> is it running faster now that you China Cherry picked over? No, not really a whole lot faster. I didn't see a huge speed improvement. I'm not getting the... I don't get the um, uh, spinning beach ball of death as much as I was getting. Uh, but it was. It, I did have one problem. It's like iMovie, the latest version of it. Wanted to. I went in. I was logged in as admin. And said, "Oh, the, you know." After I'd done the install, it said, "Oh, there's an upgrade to iMovie." I said, "Okay, fine. Apply it." I applied it. Well, I logged out of my admin account and logged into my regular user account, and it was stuck, like it was trying to run the update inside. And it had completed in the admin account, but it was stuck, like it was trying to complete it under my regular account. And I left. And I said, "Okay." Don't panic, Kevin. Just leave it alone. I let it set for three days. Never did complete. Huh. So what I ended up doing was I had to go in. I just deleted iMovie, removed it, and then reinstalled it. Because it wouldn't let me install on top of it. I actually had to go in and remove it and do the whole process. Mm. Reboot. Then I could install it. And everything's fine. But it was just really bizarre. I've never had that happen before. So, Mm. but, you know, other than that... Everything's pretty cool. Like I said, it's no big deal. It's I didn't really get any benefits. I don't. The reboot is a little faster. I will say that at least I do. It does. Re, my computer does reboot a little quicker. Well, you are. Are you on a hard drive or SSD? Hard drive. I'm on a spinning oh. drive. When you get an SSD, thirty seconds done. But yeah, buckle up. It's unbelievable. Yeah, if I could, uh, and I'm not brave enough to pull the glass off the front of my iMac. I'm sorry, folks. No. I'm too much of a klutz. I almost dropped something today and shattered it, so I'm not doing it. 
at some point I may get brave, or I'll just get an external SSD and run it off Thunderbolt, and because uh, that'll boot pretty quickly off Thunderbolt and external SSD. So I may do that at some point. So yeah. See, the one thing I find, and I don't know if it's El Capitan or what, but I'm noticing, like. When you look at the free space, if you go to about this Mac and then hit storage, it'll show, from what I understand, when you do a time machine backup, in between the backups when you have a laptop, because I don't keep mine attached all the time, my hard drive, my external hard drive, it just does these snapshots. And then when you do your backup to time machine, it gets rid of all those snapshots because now it transferred them over. It doesn't do that on mine. It'll still show 25 gigs on backups like what the heck now it's at 6.45 gigs i did it back up the other day i forget what day it was i have 160 gigs of other but i'm finding that it's very very slow deleting all the extra stuff like Hmm. the mobile trash you know it's slowly working its way back up to the free space i really have yeah you know like there used to be um there used to be a um Terminal command. And I discovered this because Antonio Rosario was put something on Twitter saying, you know, that Adobe was eating all his his hard drive space. And it turned out it was like, I forget exactly what it was, but he found this command and it took care of everything. And it's basically a command that empties the mobile trash. Well, once I updated to 10 point, oh gosh, I'm not sure which version it was, 10.11 point, let me see which one. We're on 11.5. I want to say it was 11.4. That command doesn't work anymore. Huh. Well, the long the reason I had waited a long time is because I used Levelator, and since they came out with a new version of Levelator several months ago um, that works on uh, EC, that's why I did it. Uh, finally got around to doing it. Plus, we had this two weeks off where there was no show, and again, folks, sorry for that, but schedules just didn't align and it crushed Lisa. But the... Uh, uh, that was the main reason I hadn't done it because I just didn't feel like dinking around or doing the terminal command that they put out there. Uh, was moving a file? Was moving yeah, a I keyless. did it. It was it was nothing. Oh, it probably was. But I, thought, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just laziness, is what it really was. But I did finally make the move, folks, just in time for as we record this tomorrow's WWDC, and we find out what the next version of OS X is going to be done. So in a year. Just a short year, I'll be upgrading again. <laughs> sure. sure. Uh, okay. Uh, this would be an opportunity for you to take a few geek points away from me. I didn't realize w, uh, WWDC was tomorrow. That's right. I'll take them away from Mark. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> well, that's kind of, I think that's fair. I, I do. Okay. Know. Well, that's kind of got. I mean, it used to be. I don't know. We've all kind of. I still like my Apple stuff, but I don't know. It's just. It's not magical like it used to be or you know because it used to be there was this big anticipation building up to this what announcements they're going to make and you know they've kind of gotten away from that which I guess makes sense but you know they've been releasing um, you know products and uh, just on a random schedule uh, you know they've kind of gotten away from this um, you know this whole schedule of release for products that they've had and you know and I don't know besides which I mean short of you know maybe making uh, uh, Surrey into a real person or something or a robot or something like that. I don't know what they could do that would really be 
it would grab my attention. Well, you because know, we know the rumors are out. Well, sure. this is going to happen, and this is going to yeah. happen, and this is going to happen, and yeah. then you watch tomorrow, and guess what? Everything you just predicted mm-hmm. yep. just happened in one way or another. So there's no, like you said, there's no excitement. There's no, oh my gosh, did you just see that? It's just like, yeah. okay, they said this that they were going to release, you know, 10.12. Hello, here it is. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing with iOS 10 what they're going to screw up or obsolete on my devices now. <laughs> That's the thing I look forward to every year. <laughs> well, what I want to see them do, and we talked about this on Three Geeky Ladies, is I want to see them say, okay, we are not going to do any more releases that have new features. We're going to make sure that what we have now is the best it can possibly be, that it fixes the problems that we currently have, whether it's iTunes or whether it's, I don't know, whatever it is oh. on your iPhone or iPad, whatever the problems are, Apple Music, mm-hmm. let's fix it. Let's make it as good as it can be before we worry about now we're going to add more features. I don't want more features. I want the ones I have to work first. Then give me new features. I just listened to that episode. I'm a little behind. Uh, just listened to that one not long ago. And first of all, you must when when uh, Vicky and uh, Suze get in those moods, uh, please put a public disclaimer because it is dangerous for me to drive laughing at them. So they need a public disclaimer that uh, certain things you know they can't talk. I was cracking up and almost ran a damn red light. <laughs> mm. so, so if you hear of me dying in a red light accident, <laughs> it's either yours or Elaine Giles' fault on uh, MacBite. So I'm just telling you, one of you two, one of you two podcasts is going to kill me, and it's going to be one of those two. So, but yeah, I know I would really like to see them double down and make the stuff we have work reliably. I mean, it just it just seems like they so they're so. Uh, you know, damn the torpedoes full steam ahead approach with adding features. It's like, stop! Let's get the shit we have working. Exactly. Yeah, spreading yourself too thin. You know, stop. We don't need half your people saying, what can we add? How about taking all your people and saying, let's make iTunes work? If it means breaking it up into music app, a podcast app, a video app, what you know, whatever, do what you have to do to make it work correctly with each other. Make sure that, you know, when you upgrade your iPhone and your iPad. It doesn't brick it, that it's stable, that it works. Let's make sure that, you know, this issue works. Let's make sure that issue works. Okay, everything's working great. Now we can go damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, and and Apple has a better ability to do that because they know the hardware. They made the hardware. It's not like Windows. It's not like Linux even. And I'm not bashing either of those platforms. They don't have as much control over the hardware as Apple does. So, come on, guys, just get it right. That's the reason I came over to Apple, you know, uh, ten almost 10 years ago now as a full-time Apple user. Let's, let's get it right, folks. Let's just get it right, make it work, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's not keep just, you know, like Mark said one time, you created a new trash can icon. That's a feature? No, <laughs> it's not. You know, and again, I will say this, and I'm going to get shot... The flat design of the dock still pisses me off. Um, I liked my 3D dock. Sorry, you know, but you know that's 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 my thing. You know, I you know I I live and learn. I hold a grudge. It's okay. It's, it's not a problem. So you'll get over it eventually. Yes. Well, before we go too much further, I want to take our chance to talk about our new feature that we have. Um, I hope Elisa's prepared. We'll see if she is. I am. Oh, good. She's yep. prepared. This is what would you buy or what would I buy, whichever way you want to call it. 
and I change the dollar value as I do every week. And this week it is between $800 and $1,200. Now we're going to put some new rules on this to stop Mark from doing what he did. Not that it was a bad thing. But it has to be a single item that comes in that price category. It can't be multiples after this week. So we'll tell Mark the new rules and he'll still break them anyway. But that's beside the point. So I will let... uh, Which one of you two wants to go first? My, I've already broken the rules, so... Okay, well, then break... You're okay, you're a guest. Okay. You're allowed to break, yeah. so go forward. I couldn't really think of anything offhand at that price range. And then all of a sudden, it popped into my head. Rather than a physical item, this is a thing, a place, kind of. And what I would do is, if I had that money right now, I would go to MacStock. Oh, mm. that's so good. Damn you for thinking of that, and I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Damn you now, in a good way. Now, some people would say, but oh my God, that much money? Well, for me, it's too far to drive. I have to fly. And you might know that the closer a place is to you, the more the airfare is. It's ridiculous. So from here to Chicago, airfare is about $500 round trip, which is just ridiculous. But there's $500 right there just for the airfare for me. You know, for some people, it would be a lot less, or they could drive. Plus the price of the ticket, which I don't remember how much it was, but it wasn't much at all. It's not bad, no. 200? I don't remember. No, I think it's only about, I think it's less than 100, actually. Right about 100. It's around $100. I mean, whatever the price was, I remember it was really a good price. It was nothing to, like, say, oh my gosh, you're crazy. It was a great price. But then the hotel. And seeing as at this point, um, Suze and Vicky would be unable to go because they had prior commitments, that would be a hotel for me every night. So that's where all that money would come in. Unfortunately, I can't go even if I had that money because my son's moving that weekend, so I have to fly down and help him um, move, for no- move to another state. But if I had that money, and I think I would love to go to MacStock. Oh damn! I would. That, that's a valid thing. I mean, that's actually a valid thing. I would, you know, Mac, you know, Mac World or Mac Stock, very valid thing. I, I frankly do not have the cash. I would drive because it's only about a ten-hour drive. So that's nothing, um, that's from my perspective. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would love to go, folks. If you if you don't know about it, Mac Stock is the weekend of July fifteenth. I believe it is. Yeah. So it's just a little over a month away. Um, it's a great collection of Mac nerds. Our own friend Julie Keel is going to be there. Um, uh, Melissa Davis, the Mac mommy, is going to be speaking there. I can't remember who else all is going to be speaking there. I've got uh, a lot of my Tim, Mac. Yeah, Tim Tim's, and Guy right. and uh, Chuck Joyner and um, I think – is David Hamilton? No, I don't think he's going this year, but Adam Christensen – yeah. Uh, is is Allison or did she? Well, have Allison a and Steve are expecting their grandchild, so oh, okay, that's All right. Right. oh here it is, hundred forty nine dollars two days plus the barbecue, so it's a great okay. price. Yeah, it's a great, and it, I mean, if you're a Mac enthusiast in the least little bit, you're going to get a tremendous amount out of this, folks. It's an amazing gathering of people. Victor, Victor Cahiel, yeah, Victor's going to be there. Yeah, because um, John McAllister. Yeah, see, Don's going to be. Because oh, Guy was asking me if I was going to go because Guy lives close. So Jody Spangler. Oh, yeah. Yep. So. Now, but he's got Allison's name, but, you know, that like like you said, I heard her say that she's iffy. Yeah, because they're, they're expecting their first grandchild, so. But, yeah, I mean, very disappointed. I was really hoping to go, so fingers yeah. crossed for next year. Well, you know, um, if you do go next year, 
maybe uh, the train would be a better alternative. It probably isn't that far of a train ride for you. Oh, it's only a two-hour, not even two-hour plane ride. And I, I don't have a problem taking a plane. I mean, I've got possibly four plane rides coming up in the next couple months. So planes don't bother me. It's just the expense. Well, I'm just saying the train might be a little cheaper if it's not a long train ride is what I was saying. Uh, I don't know how long it would be to Chicago. Well, for me, just because of the way the railroad routes go, it's actually quicker to drive than it is to take the train because it takes a weird route. Um, it was, depending on the type of accommodation you chose, if you chose a regular seat, it was like 150 or $200 round trip. It was really cheap. I don't like to sit like that. I want a little privacy because I don't like... I don't like to be around a bunch of people I don't know. Not that Mac stock is people I don't know. I know these people, but so it would be, I don't know what it would cost you via Amtrak. I don't know how close Amtrak runs to you either, Lisa. Yeah, I've got two Amtrak stations near me. See, I think it would be a really long trip because last year I took the train from Orlando to Fort Lauderdale, and that was five hours. Well, I've taken it from Orlando to uh, Washington, D.C. and back. So that was 19 or 18 and a half hours. So, and I know uh, Brett, uh, my friend Brett from uh, Allison's show, Brett Candy, he's coming in, uh, he takes the train from California and he's coming through Oklahoma this time, he said. Uh, he went the southern route the last time, so he's coming the middle route. Uh, so he'll probably come in and then pick up the route that runs from Chicago down to Dallas and pick it up somewhere there in Oklahoma and then come up. Uh, sadly, I do know most of these crafts a lot of the cross country train routes so but that's my good but that's a good thing i, I good pick Elise. so very good Thank well you. done L- little Thank applause you. there yeah. golf mm. clap golf, the golf clap. clap yeah there we go so all right mr mcpeak top that one well okay i can't exactly top that but i'm pretty sure you're gonna like this one kevin because uh you know i know how you love the warm weather and i know how you just love to go out there and and mow your lawn or whatever uh so let's see. I'm dropping it into uh, into chat there. Um, so this is a robotic lawnmower. It comes in right at a thousand dollars, so uh, safely in the middle there. Uh, it's sort of a you know a Roomba for your lawn. I don't know if it'd be oh, a lawnmower with four. Yeah, um, and so you just it's the same thing as a Roomba. You can just uh, you know. Uh, I don't know if you program it or if you just go out there and set boundaries so you know you don't accidentally mow your neighbor's lawn and you know you don't want to make them happy or anything like that. Um, but you just go out there and it'll uh, discover obstacles. I think it's got uh, let's see here. Um, I don't know if it's uh, some sort of is it sonar? What does it say it uses for uh, detection? I don't. But know. I think it. Uh, I'm trying to look here because I didn't like read this. I found it like 20 minutes before we started. and I have read through the thing. Tilt slip sensors. Uh, oh, it's got a shock sensor system that helps the robotic lawnmower to avoid obstacles. Okay, there we go. So that's not too complicated. But still, at $1,000 and, you know, not having to go out and mow your lawn, that would be kind of cool. I mean, I do like my lawn. I mean, I like green things. I'm not – although this last year we bought a riding lawnmower. Our lawn isn't, you know, horribly big. But when you've worked, you know, all day, you know, pushing broom or – spreading wax or scrubbing floors or whatever just to come home and sit down and mow the lawn it was kind of a good thing so we did get that but just to be able to sit there and on our patio that i've extended out this uh this year during the hot weather and kevin still thinks i'm nuts for doing that yeah, but well, um just be able to sit there on the patio reason. and well no i'm nuts for lots of reasons uh i have a list um 
but to just sit there on the patio and maybe play, you know, with my Mac uh, book or something, play games on there or something, and just watch the it mowed lawn would be kind of awesome. That just fits into my. I have this thing about automation, you know, kind of bringing it back around to the tap and the echo and all this other stuff. I got something else. Maybe I'll talk about some other time. I bought a uh, universal remote control dealy Bob that's sitting back there. I don't know if you see it. No, I don't know if you can see it back there. A little red light, blue light, whatever. Um, but so I, I have this thing about automation. Just something like this, uh, you know, plays into my George Jetson. You know, let's have you know computers do all the hard work for us. Well, I I do kind of get past that because my wife is kind enough to mow the yard most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it, it works out well. I mean, and now with the kids being out of school, they're helping with the yard work too. So it's working out really well for me. I haven't mowed the yard yet this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that uh, streak up then. So, yeah, well, I mean, considering I'm gone most of the day and I have two hours of commute and all that, they, they 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 don't mind doing that because otherwise, then I've got you know an hour and a half or two hours on the weekend that I have to put into just doing that along with other weekend stuff. So, but that is kind of cool. I wonder how well it would work on my hilly yard though. Well, it's got looks like good uh, wheels on there uh, with, with some traction on there, so it looks like it'll grip. I mean, as long as we're not talking like a forty-five degree angle or something like that, I think it would probably. Mm, there do is okay. the, the front embankment out front where it goes down to meet the street is kind of close. Get it's probably about thirty-five, maybe getting close to forty degrees out there because I have to stand in the ditch and then push the mower along the side of the hill. So it's okay. Uh, it's 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 it, it's getting up there at, at times, but no, uh, but I, I'll give you credit. That's uh, more minus geek points for Mark because uh, uh, you know that's a pretty cool pick, and you know Mark likes to mow too. <laughs> okay, so well, you know, I I would prefer a zero turning radius, but that would probably be overkill for what we have here. But uh, I'll settle for cool. something like this. Those are oh cool. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could almost get into that if I had a yard. If I considered my yard big enough for a riding mower. I mean, I've only well, got a little over a quarter of an acre, and I don't consider that enough no. ground to use a riding mower on. Well, you see, at school, we do have a zero-turning radius mower, but uh, we have, actually, during the summer, we have somebody that mows for us. She actually works, during the school year, she works in the elementary kitchen with my wife, but then she's the, the groundskeeper during the summertime. Uh, her name is Leela, so I've kind of nicknamed her Lawn Mowing Leela because she likes doing that stuff. But uh, when I do get out there to do it, they I... The guy said, do you have a license to, you know, fly that lawnmower or something like that? Because I do tend to go a little fast because there's a reason why it goes fast. It's for mowing, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. No. So I do go a little fast with it. but uh, And I do turn a little quick, maybe tear up the side a little bit. So I don't think they really like me running it. But if I have to, I will. But uh, I don't mind doing that, though. I remember when I was younger, I had a guy that he would let me use his riding lawnmower if I would mow his yard for free. And then all I had to do was buy the gas, and I could use his mower to mow other people's yards with. And he had the same deal with me plowing snow in the winter. He had a snow plow for the front of the tractor. And a couple times I didn't want to have to mow. My mother had a fairly large yard, which would take me about two hours to push, uh, maybe a little more than two hours to push. So I would take the one or two times I brought this riding lawnmower over to get it done quicker because it had a nice big 42 or 46-inch deck under it. You know, and I was taking 21 inches at a time with the push mower, so it makes quite a bit of difference. And she yelled at me, oh, rah, rah. I said, it's mowed. <laughs> you going to do it? No, it's mowed. I don't like that. It's mowed. 
The grass is cut. The green menace is tamed for another week. So, yeah. But, uh, no, give me my snowblower and a lovely pile of snow, and I'm much happier. Mm-hmm. And my snowblower, you can have it. And oddly enough, my snowblower is green. <laughs> oh, John Deere? No, it's um, uh, MPD. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, John, no, I, I, no, my lawnmower is a John Deere. Okay, nothing runs like a deer. Yeah, that's it. Right. Although this yeah. last one's not near as good as the first one I had. I bought one in 1986, and it, it, it lasted me 18 years. So that was a good push more, but it had a cast aluminum deck on it. So when the self propeller oh. quit working, you talk about something heavy to push. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell my yeah. husband that he believes buy cheap, let it last three years, throw it out, get a new one. We have this argument all the time. Well, now the last John Deere I bought has a stamped aluminum deck. You know, aye. Aye. it's the it was their lower end of the mower, a push mower range, because the, to get an equivalent to what I had was like eight hundred and some dollars. And my wife was like, "No, <laughs> no." So this one was like three hundred fifty or four hundred bucks. I can't remember what it was. Um, but my other mower was really sweet. It had thing. I, I might have told the story, and I'll, and I'll talk about my pick. But I'll tell it. I, when I bought that mower in nineteen eighty six, it had a new. That's when they were first coming out with those safeties for the new mowers, where you had to hold the handle and stand behind it to pull start mm. it, which mm. I thought was the dumbest damn thing in the world. So I got something with a, my lawnmower had what was called a blade break. You started the engine, and it didn't start the blade. You had to get behind the mower, and there was a clutch thing that you squeezed, and then the blade started running. So you know you'd start the engine, get it running, and then get there, and then it would start the. Then you'd start. You'd squeeze a handle like you see on the modern mowers, and that would actually start the blade. Well, the funny thing is, you know, I bought this mower and I was mowing my mother's yard with it. And none of the neighbors really knew about it. And I was using the grass catcher in the front yard. <laughs> grass catcher got full. So Mike knows where this is going. The grass catcher gets full. Well, I let off the blade. And I go to take the grass catcher off. And I reach down the chute <laughs> into the lawnmower to pull the grass off. And my neighbors are going, oh, my God. <laughs> He's going to lose his arm. I went, no, 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 no. It's, the blade's not running. It's safe. It's okay. Because that way you yeah, have but- to turn the mower off and on all the time. Kevin, you sick, sick bastard, you. I like that. Well, you know, it's I, I didn't do it for that purpose, which was really even worse because there was a kid on the street above me oh. when I was growing up that lost his leg in a riding mower accident. Uh, so, yeah. you know, it, I didn't do it on purpose. It was just a, a happenstance that I scared the crap out of a couple of my neighbors, especially the poor old gentleman that used to live next door to me, I think about had a heart attack when he saw me reach down into the lawnmower with it running. So, but, you know, these things happen. So, anyway, I'll let that go. But a very good pick, Mike. Very good. I will will compliment you. Well, my pick, big surprise, is something to do with computers. I saw this not long ago. I think it was on Tech Thing, and I'd seen it before. I have my work laptop is a Dell Dimension XPS 13. Really nice, lightweight, thin little thing. I can put it in my notebook when I'm at work and carry it around. It's that small (laughs) and light. Which is great. I love the fact. It's got good battery life and all that. I mean, it, it makes a MacBook Air, a 13-inch MacBook Air, look big. So it's nice. Um, but they have come out now with a version you can get uh, that's called the Developer Edition, which will really let you beef it up. And not only is that, but you can get it with Linux, factory installed. So guess what, folks? There's no dinking with drivers or config files 
like you have to do with Linux sometimes on laptops, well, on anything. You know, you have to dig around <laughs> the config files and fix things. Not that I mind doing that, but it works. The touchscreen works right out of, excuse me, right out of the box. The model I chose is the entry level for it, just to keep it under the price point. Uh, it's a sixth generation Core i5 running uh, LTS uh, Ubuntu 14.04. 8 gigs RAM and a 250 gigabyte SSD. And this little gem will cost you $1,099 and even, which is really cool. But now if you really want to get fancy, and folks, you can get fancy, they have an edition that's $24,99.99. And that bumps you up to an i7, uh, 16 gigs RAM in this little Ultrabook, and a 1 terabyte SSD. This would be in a freaking amazing little machine. I have oh, yeah. no clue what the hell I would use it for, but it would just be cool as hell to have. Well, we have to have a reason for using this stuff? When does yeah, that happen? No. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's not, not a reason, but, it, you know. Oh, uh, okay. It's a weird... It sounds weird. Okay. A reason. Sure. Okay. But it is a cool-ass laptop. Like I say, I use an older version of this laptop every day, folks. And it's a great little laptop. It's running Windows 7, which is not terrible. But, you know, it's a great little machine. So if somebody wants something... No, I don't want to chat with you people. Go away. Oh, <laughs> not, not you guys, the Dell people. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, that's rude. <laughs> so, but uh, again, I think it's just cool, you know. I'm, you know, I, I would probably put uh, Ubuntu Mate on top of it because I like the interface better instead of the Unity interface. But, you know. Is it Mate or Mate? I may have been it, saying it wrong. Right. I think it's mate is the way it's supposed to be. Because it has the little, whatever, what's the little thing above the E? The little, like, sideways Oop. giving you a finger. Umlaut? Yeah, excellent yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a little line that sticks up above the E. Like, an, like this? I don't know. It's at some angle. Yeah, that's excellent Goo. That's excellent Gra. That's excellent Goo. Whatever she said. I don't said. know if it's Goo or Gra, but it's... <laughs> if it goes from lower... Lower left to diagonally upper right, that's Aksante Gu. What does that do to the E? It, it makes it an A, like Suze. Okay. Instead of being Suze, it's Suze. Okay. Suze, she don't, hate, don't, don't hate me, Suze. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, very cool. But that's my pick this week. It's a cool little laptop. I mean, again, it's, uh, Mike and I both, I don't know if Elisa does, I love to play around with Linux all the time. Uh-huh. I've never used it. You'd be really at home with it because, I mean, again, OS X and Linux are both uh, Unix-based operating systems. So especially if you're dropping into the terminal and stuff like that, it's very you'd be very familiar with it. You're using Unix-type commands anyway. Um, and you can actually, there are skins that run on top of uh, Linux uh, that can make it look, they put the dock like we have in OS X. I mean, it looks like a Mac it looks like a Mac. You can make it look almost exactly like a Mac. The top menu bar, everything. Or you can make it look like Windows machine, or you can make it look like something completely different. I used to like running, darn, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it didn't have a dock or anything. You would just like right-click on the screen, and your menu would just pull up wherever your cursor was at. So you wouldn't have to go down to a corner. You wouldn't have to go down to the dock or anything like that. Darn, I can't remember which desktop that was. Um, but the nice thing about Linux is, you know, Mac is uh, you know good and stable, and but you know you're you're 
for the most part, kind of stuck with their user interface. Uh, Windows, you can customize it more, but Linux, you can get all kinds of desktops, which, you know, you can. Uh, I would like to play around with the KDE Plasma desktop a little bit because uh, that's got a lot of eye candy, but it's going to slow your computer down. So you can go from the real simple basic uh, desktops all the way up to the, you know, uber cool desktops, but you have all sorts of choices there on how you want to do it. If you want a bare command line, you can run that too. You want a plasma rifle in the 40-watt range? There you go. Ah, there's a good one, folks. See if you can geek points for anybody that can figure out where that movie, what that quote comes from. Lisa's looking at me going, what the hell are you people talking about? <laughs> Don't know that one. Mike, do you know it? Don't say it. Do you know it? No. Let's see. Say it I again? have this nagging suspicion. I'd like a plasma rifle in the 40-watt range. Mm, okay, I think I know. Might have been the accent. It's hard for me to do the accent. Uh, okay, I'll do the second quote that went along with it. I'd like a forty-five long slide with a laser sight. <laughs> do you know that one? I think so. Yeah. No. Lisa's Googling it. I can see her No, I, I, I was, but I'm going to type before I did. I haven't found anything yet. Is it, um... I'm putting it in the... It, it. Oh, she's typing. This is... No, no. <laughs> That could have actually made it more interesting. <laughs> no, that's not it. It was, uh, should I reveal it or should we? No, yeah, Let me see if it. I can find it. Okay. Let's see if Elisa, this is exciting, folks. We're watching Elisa Google. Terminator? Yep, the Terminator. Yep. Arnold yep. Schwarzenegger, the Google. See, I thought it might have been Caddyshack. No. I thought that might have been Bill Murray's. <laughs> no, no, he, he walks into the gun shop and says, I want a, a, a 45 long slide with a laser sight and a plasma rifle in the 40 watt range yep so yes it's uh it's before he goes into one of those huge shootings well the whole movie's full of people being shot to hell well yeah and i think it's just after he shows up butt naked i mean literally butt naked yes yes it's a terrible (laughs) way to terrible way to show up and uh, to show up buck naked well folks on showing up buck naked we're going to exit fully clothed i think there we go at that point so i think I think uh, we'll uh, reverse ourselves other ways around, backwards and the other side, upside down, and let Elisa uh, outtroduce herself first. I shall. You can find me on Twitter at, at @sensei_dai. You can find me on the podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicky Stokes, which is called Three Geeky Ladies. And the website for that is threegeekyladies.com. Number three is spelled out for that. And go have a listen. I've still, like I said, I'm behind. I'm getting ready to listen to Elise or uh, Suze Goes Pro that episode mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's fair and again i have as i did say uh on certain episodes you all are going to have to put a uh do not operate heavy equipment warning or something on them because if i get killed because of you people i'm gonna haunt your ass <laughs> <laughs> i will let them know yes uh michael would you like to tell the folks where they might be able to discover you yeah, when I'm not in the backyard sweating over uh, patio bricks or whatever, uh, I can be found on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me uh, page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. Awesome. Uh, and, folks, if you want to find out more about me, I tend to spend more time on Twitter than anyplace else, and that's twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or much like Mr. McPeak, I do have an about.me page at about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. Folks, if you want to find out more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. Thank you for everybody that's done them. We really do appreciate it. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have sitting here talking and bringing it to you. And please remember, if you do nothing else between now and next week, 
don't forget to hug a geek. Hi everyone, it's Guy from the MyMac.com podcast, and I'm here to tell you about the show. I wish Gaz was here, but apparently he's too busy, so... Hey, hold on a minute, I'm right here. What are you going on about? Well, I was about to cut a promo, but you always seem busy doing other things. Okay, now you've cheesed me off, so I'm turning you into a chipmunk. (laughs) Sure, like you have the power to do that. Well, what did you just do to me? Like I said, I turned you into a chipmunk. Now be quiet while I do the promo. Why do I have a sudden craving for lettuce? The MyMac.com podcast is a fun look at all the goings-on in the Mac world. We involve the listeners in a show to talk about what's important to them and interview people who do amazing things with their Macs and iOS devices. A carrot might be nice. You can contact us via Facebook, Twitter, Skype, as well as email. I have an urge to climb trees really fast. Shh! Find us in iTunes by searching under my Mac. You'll find us and a lot of other great shows all under the Stoplight Network. Hey, I can scratch behind my ears with my foot. If you promise to be good, I'll change you back. I don't know. I'm kind of digging the fur. The MyMac.com podcast. Done by a Brit and apparently now a chipmunk. <laughs>